You are not your job. Let me repeat that. You are not your job. Now, the reason I want to talk about this, and you might be thinking, well, from a leadership's perspective who's running a business, why would you say you're not your job? The key is, yes, I want you to be a good employee. Yes, I want you to devote all of your energy to helping this company become more successful. But you can't lose yourself in the company so that you don't understand your value in the marketplace. And that's what we're going to talk about in today's episode. Hi, welcome back to another episode of You're In Charge, Now What? I'm your host, Glenn Pash. And the goal of this channel is to help those of you who find yourself now in a position to lead a team, a project, or even a business, build the skills necessary to lead high-performing teams because you can't do it alone. So each week we're gonna focus on one topic. I'm gonna give you some strategies that help me build my businesses based on experiences I've had to help you generate consistent results. So now if you, you're new to the channel or you've been here before, just click the button below. I love you to be notified when I post new videos. I do that every single week. And as always, please throw your comments in below. I'd love to hear what you think about the episode. Maybe there's topics you'd like me to talk about as well. So let's dive into this episode. I think it's really important, especially right now, uh, during this filming, this is part of the, I guess we're four or five, six months into the COVID transition. And a lot of people have gone to remote workforces. We spoke about that in earlier episodes. We've also had a lot of people who've been furloughed, but then not brought back. So now we're in a position where a lot of people are out looking for jobs. And I'm trying to help you understand your value. The reason I say this is because it happened to me. And my struggle, my story, led me to help others who were looking for jobs as a volunteer. So let me tell you my story first, then I'll tell you how I transitioned to the, into helping others, and then we'll, third part is we'll provide you with a, an exercise and some solutions to help you if you are out there now currently looking or even if you're currently working for a, a company and you've been there for a while, maybe you're frustrated about how to communicate your worth. Maybe there's internal promotions that you keep missing out on. We'll help you with that as well. So let me take you back. Um, I joined my brother in this organization right now, the agency that we both uh, are partners in, um, probably about 10, 12 years ago. And prior to that, um, I had worked for an organization for about 12 years and I had put my head down, helped them build that organization and it was great experience. It was very enjoyable. Um, but at that time versus currently now, there wasn't, social media wasn't the same, blogging wasn't the same, standing out, um, going to conferences wasn't as common as it is now. Uh, there were conferences, but our company chose not to go to them. We didn't need to in the owner's minds because we were doing well. So I just tucked my head down, did my job. But nearing the end, uh, there was a time where we both separated and I found myself leaving that company. But because I had devoted all this time to the company and not to my own sense of who I was 
as a, an employee or as a leader at that time because I had achieved a lot. I had built their training systems, helped them f create almost a franchise model of their business so that they could expand. But I didn't know how to quantify that. So here I was outside looking for a new job and I didn't even know what to apply for. Didn't even know how to take all of that 12 years of work, all the different things that I did, all of the roles that I had accomplished. How do I go into a company and say, here's what I can do? Now I applied for some managerial positions or um, project management, because that's what I thought I was doing. And thank God, I look back, I had a few interviews, I moved along a little bit, and there were a couple times where I look back and say, thank God I didn't get the job. I would have been a complete failure at that job. But long story short, I started trying to figure out what I was going to do. And my wife sat me down one day because she saw my frustration. We were having a conversation and she just said, let me ask you this question. What was your favorite part of working all those years? What was the thing that you loved to do? And I said, I loved building teams. I loved creating uh, processes or be given a challenge, some chaotic mess and say, can you fix this and seeing it and building the processes and building the teams and training the teams and then being able to leave the teams because they were functioning. And she said, that's what you need to focus on. And so I started to consult doing that and I got an executive coach to help me with this. And long story short, then I was working with my brother and ended up doing that for his company and together now we have a very successful agency and a few other different divisions as well. But the other thing that I realized and I vowed to myself that day, I would never allow myself to be lost in the company, that the company defined me. I wanted to be part of a company, love that, but I needed to take care of myself. I needed to make sure that other people in the industry knew who I was make sure I had a network of people outside of the company so that I, one, could get feedback to help me grow, inspiration to bring ideas to the company to make myself better, our company better, but at the same moment in time, if something ever happened, I had a network of people that I could rely on to say, hey, I'm out looking for a job if you hear of anything, versus just going to the typical route of looking for a job. Now, so that's where I was, and so, Fast forward maybe three years ago, uh, my oldest son was playing Little League and I was sitting in the stands watching him and the father of one of my son's teammates said to me, hey, I noticed or I read your article on LinkedIn about interview questions. And, and the point of the article was um, my frustrations with people who were interviewing for our company, how unprepared they were. Um, they, they just didn't seem to care. It was almost like they were going through the motion. So of course I wrote an article saying, here's five things you have to do if you wanna get hired. And he said, would you mind speaking to the organization that I volunteer for, that I work with? And I said, what is it? He said, well, we help people who are in job transition, especially people who are in their 30s, 40s, 50s, who have been with companies for a very long time. And now they're out here and if you think about it, even at right now when you're watching this video, think five years ago of how you looked for a job and how different it is today. Go back 10 years and think of how they found a job and how they have to think about it now. And it's a generational thing, using social media, blogging, talking about yourself. It's not comfortable for a certain age group who's now out in the workforce, but 
even young people who work for me are not comfortable talking about themselves, posting on social media, standing up in front of people and speaking. So it's not just generational, it's a personality type who you're either comfortable with that or you're not. So here's uh, what I was talking to them about. I had spoken to them multiple times over the course of these three years, but one of the exercises that I did with them really resonated. And it helped a few people who I was speaking to one-on-one to help them through their interview challenges as well. So I wanted to share that exercise with you because I think it'll be helpful for you. As I said, even if you're working with a company, to be able to clearly speak about your skills beyond your title. So here's uh, how we talked about it. So I, I sat with the group, and as I said, I did this on a one-on-one basis too. I said, look back at your career and forget all the titles. Now, I had a few hand raisers saying, well, what do you mean forget the titles? I said, remember, all of you in this room, whatever your title is, it means something different job to job or company to company to company. What a project manager means in my agency is different than if you're in a larger organization or a smaller organization. A manager, a vice president, an IT you know, specialist, whatever it is, it's different. So I said, throw the titles out and I want you to think about all the things that you did, the tasks you did, how your interactions with other people were. And I want you to see if there's a common thread through all of it if you could see something. And so someone raised their hand and said, well, can you give me an example? I said, let me tell you about myself. I said, when I thought about this, I looked back at my all of the jobs I had through high school, even beyond, but I said, let's start at high school, working in restaurants. I went to, after college, I went to New York. I was an actor. I worked in restaurants for years and even putting on shows. There was something about my career and then beyond when I started working in other businesses, um, of, you know, I was a substitute teacher and, and even that company for 12 years that I worked at, I said, there's a common thread. And what the thread was is that I, people would get stunned or frozen when confronted with chaos or a situation that was very complex. For me, it seemed very easy for me to look at it, see a solution or a way that we could solve the problem. Then it was easy, almost second nature to create processes and for some reason I was able to gather people around me to accomplish this even without a title. I was not a manager um, in restaurants. I was just a waiter. I uh, wasn't even the head waiter. But on certain nights, a Friday or Saturday night, well, we were booked. The host or hostess would come over and I'd look at the book and I'd say, here's how we're going to do it. We're going to put that table over there, that group over there here, and then we'll maneuver here. And all of a sudden everyone would go, great. This is what we're doing. And same thing in the kitchen, being able to maneuver through it, it just made sense to me. And so that was my skill. And so jokingly, I would always say, I'm the idea builder. Someone would come to me with an idea or something very out of the ordinary, and I'd be able to build an infrastructure to be able to execute on it. So they started to think through this and started to utilize this. And it started to make sense when I would ask someone, for instance, there was a gentleman who was a CPA and he said, well, I work with numbers. How, what am I supposed to say about myself? And I said, well, talk to me about your last job. You were there for 10 years. Why did they keep you versus replacing you? He said, well, people used to come to me and 
after they'd get the reports and I would be able to explain it to them in terms they understood so that they could go do your job. And I said, so you're the translator of reports. And he laughed. I said, that's, that's something you could say. You say, I'm the translator of reports. Here's what I do. I said, you have to have the after. You can't just throw it, I'm the report translator and not know what that means. But if you say, I'm the report translator, I'm the person in the office that people come to with their reports and we sit down and talk about it and I can break it down in terms that they understand so then they can go do their job and we can generate revenue. What a great way to explain that. There was another gentleman who said, I'm an auditor. And I said, well, what's that? And he explained to me what he did. I said, but that's very complex for people. I said, so walk me again through it. And he started talking to me and he said, well, I, I give your uh, P&L and your business statements. I go and dive into your, 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 all of your, your numbers and I give you a report on the health of your business. And I said, so you're like a business doctor. He goes, exactly. You go to your doctor and they give you all this complex and then they circle a couple things and say, here's what you need to focus on. That's what I do. I said, why don't you call yourself a business doctor? And he laughed. But three weeks later, he called me up and he said, I was at a picnic and somebody asked me what I did. And I said, well, I'm a business doctor. And everybody laughed saying, well, what is that? He said, well, you know, I'm the person who goes in. I look at all your numbers. I try to solve your problems, tell you here's what's going well. Here's what you need to work on. Here's what you have to be careful about, just like your doctor would. And someone said, hey, my cousin's business needs that. He goes, and I signed on a consulting client. So it's easier for you to talk about who you are if you understand those skill sets and find a naming convention so that it can, and, and the funnier it is in some ways, the better because it gets people's attention, it catches their attention and you stand out. Again, you gotta remember, you have to have that secondary level of explaining what it is. And the reason why that is, is so that when you're sitting there talking to your leaders currently or you're applying for a job and someone throws that question at you, tell me a little bit about yourself. This is a great way to break the ice because everyone else has been sitting there saying, well, I'm an IT professional or I'm a business, or I'm an account rep or I've done this or I'm a salesperson and it's all just blends into the same versus you going, I'm a business doctor. I'm a reports translator. I have one woman who said to me, we worked on it and she was the octopus. You know, the person who has their hands in everything that everyone relies on and I make sure everything's on. That will break through you'll stand out. And again, then you can start telling the story because someone's gonna lean in and say, well, explain that to me. Then you can start telling them about your skills, your accomplishments, everything along those ways. But lastly, I wanna make sure that you understand while you're doing this, it is so important in this day and age to make yourself visible. If you're not comfortable, <laughs> I'm doing this. If you're not comfortable with this, don't do this. But maybe you like to write and then post something on LinkedIn, maybe once a month, maybe once every two weeks, write, a, write an article, write a comment, write a blog. Now someone would say, well, what am I supposed to write about? Well, think about all the things. Think about the gentleman who was the report translator. What did they come to you for? What were some of the problems? What were some of the mistakes that they made? What were some of the common mistakes reading reports? What were the problems you solved? Write about that. The key is, when someone's looking for you or interviewing you, they're going to look at your social media. And if they see someone who's active, talking about, has an opinion on something, that stands out. Again, it's another little extra checkbox for you that you're not just one of the pack. 
Now, someone may say, well, I don't write well. That's okay, don't write. Then go find articles that apply to your industry and share them. But here's the key, if you're gonna share them on LinkedIn, make sure you read them and have a comment about it. Just don't go, hey, here's a great article, you should read it. You should be saying, hey, for instance, let's say the, the article was, here's five points. Say, hey, I really agree with point number three, or I'm not sure about number four, I would have put this in that list over number four. Again, you're having an opinion, you stand out. The key is build that network. Even if you're not comfortable on social media, no one says you have to tweet and all the rest of that, or Instagram, if you're not comfortable, if you are, great. But build your network, get into groups on LinkedIn, talk with other people, communicate with other people, comment, try to help them. And another thing that's good, and I know we're in virtual land right now, but eventually we will be out of it. If there are conferences that apply in your industry, go to the conferences. Ask if you can volunteer at the conference. And again, if you're comfortable in front of an audience, maybe apply to be on a panel, maybe apply to do a workshop. Again, remember, if you're standing in front of the room, people in the audience will give you the expert tag, meaning that there's a reason why you're up there, you have a viewpoint that will help others make you stand out. So again, I hope you found that valuable. Again, go back and do the exercise, get rid of all of your titles. What's the common thread of all the jobs? What was something that's very consistent that you could potentially name so that you then can communicate your value out into the marketplace? Again, make sure you're out there networking, sharing content. If you write content, even better. If you don't, just share it, but have an opinion. Again, you are not your job. You're bringing value to your company, but again, you need to understand your value so you can bring that value to your company, but more importantly, you're building a network out there to help one, your company, and also help yourself. So again, thank you so much for your attention. As always, if you haven't subscribed, if you've made it this far, again, don't forget to subscribe before you leave, so that way you're notified when I post, which I do every single week please post your comments. And as always, I ask you to share this out. There's a lot of people out there who could use this information. Uh, that's why I started this channel. So I, I'm relying on you all to share this out and, and give it that little push that it needs. So thank you again for your attention. As I say at the end of every episode, you're in charge, but now you have another tool to help you become more successful. Thanks so much, and I'll see you next episode.